You are listening to Kansas City Podcast Network. Talent-driven, FCC-free. Check out our show lineup, videos, events, and more over at kcpn.org. The Voices of Kansas I'm Garrett. This is awesome. And we are Midwest Mike's coming back at you live with another episode of Fully Loaded Kansas City right here on the Kansas City Podcast Network. Uh, it's been another week, another week of football. Got my Chiefs running back flag behind me because the Chiefs are running it back, going back to the Super Bowl. For sure. Uh, one thing that's different about this year and uh, – without trying to sound too cocky or arrogant or whatever, because those kind of fans are, you know, it's fun to talk. It's fun to talk like a little trash, but to be like too much, I will say this, it feels different. Like they won on Sunday and I was like, yeah, we're going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I really yeah. felt like, I mean, they've done, this team's done nothing all year to make you think that they, oh my God, we're not the best team in the AFC. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. Really, all year. Whereas last year we had uh, at one point we were seven and four, and it's like, oh, something's a little off. You know, Mahomes is, Mahomes gets hurt. You know, some guys are banged up. Whatever. The, you know, the defense isn't getting it yet. And then they click. You know, they click late, and then you know rolled off like nine in a row or whatever. This season was like pretty much like uh, defense has been playing pretty well all year. Uh, you know, twenty four and one or twenty five and one in their last. 26 games or whatever it is. Mahomes will look great all year. Probably second in MVP voting. You know, be second in MVP voting next to Rodgers. Yeah. But uh, they're feeling this year. Very, very confident about what they're doing, I think. Yeah. I mean, this year, you know, we, we both picked the Chiefs to win the AFC at the beginning of it. And, you know, that, that came true. I got to give kudos to you. You did pick Tampa Bay at the beginning of this thing to get to the Super Bowl. And you were 100% correct on that also. Tom Brady, the GOAT, you, you called it from, from day one. It was one of those things where it's like, man, like, was it hard for me to – I look at the NFC and I was like, dude, the is any team in the NFC like – okay, so, like, you look in the AFC, it's like, is there – are the Chiefs, like, head and shoulders better above, better than everybody else? You know, obviously, could they lose a game? Sure. But, like – are they a much better squad than everybody else? And, like, Chiefs, to, to me, in the AFC, were like, yeah, easy favorite, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the NFC, I didn't feel like there was a lot of teams that were just all that much better, right? Yeah. You, had, you had, like, the Seahawks. You got, like, the Packers. You got the Saints. You got the Bucks. So, <clears throat> for me, I was just like, I just went with the GOAT. I was like, I got to go with the GOAT and just that's who I want to roll with. And, you know, I even got – a little drunk, made a bet about, you know, I, I think I talked about it last week on the show, bet with Joey and Joey and Joe, yep. 20 bucks. I took Tampa to go, to go to the Super Bowl versus the field. After a little drinking, no odds, like a fool, but I hit that. <laughs> so who did you have going from the NFC? Did you have New Orleans? I, I had I had uh, Dallas at the beginning of the year. I oh, that's right. Get, get rolling. Obviously, I was way off. Um, I was, you know what? I actually didn't remember that. So, I mean, I wasn't trying to call you out. 
and no, yeah, that one. But uh, well, right. if if I if I could repick though, I, I picked Tampa. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't fault. I wouldn't have faulted anybody for going with New Orleans or uh, uh, or uh, New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So, oh. but we did. Um, you know, have a bet on who had picked the most playoff teams correct. Uh, I won that, and you last week paid up. Um, Always the, pay my bet. Yes. So the bet the bet was a a bar tab at one of our local establishments that that we frequent, and you know you you did take care of that last week. So again, I gotta say, like, hey, you pay your bets. You lost fair and square. You didn't cry about it. You didn't moan about it. You just said, hey, I'll pay up. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know what? I don't remember where we at on shots because I know we played darts that night. Yeah. So, after last week and the darts um, and then the weekend's games. I owe, did I owe you two or? You, you now only owe me one. One. That's right. Okay. Because it was two. Oh. After, and then, Adam, Adam owes us. Adam owes us one each, right? Yeah, Adam owes us, yeah. Shout out to Adam for coming out on a, on yeah. a Wednesday night. <laughs> on a Wednesday night, random Wednesday night. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's just go ahead and get into it. You know, last week's games, we'll, we'll start with the early game, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Uh, kind of three things that, that I have take away from this game is right before halftime, uh, kicking the field goal late with about two oh three left, yeah, and then also the the penalty that they threw late uh, on the pass interference uh, okay. or defensive holding, whatever it was. So All right. th- those are kind of the three big things that stand out to me. Um, if you would have told me going into this game that Brady throws three picks, I would have said Green Bay wins by two touchdowns. Definitely. Um, Green Bay's defense played really well all day, I felt like. Um, but right before half, kind of that that time, Rodgers throws a pick, uh, which Rodgers did not play well uh, at all. Um, you know, you can also go there. But right before half, Rodgers throws a pick. Tom Brady gets it. And it's kind of like, well, are they going to get in field goal range? Or are they just going to try to kick a field goal? Are they going to try to score a touchdown? What are they going to do? Green Bay, I don't know what coverage they called, but uh, number 20, who had a terrible day for them, defensive back, for, for whatever reason, lets a guy run right by him. And Tom Brady's not going to miss on that. And that ends up being your difference in your game. Uh, you know, you just can't defensively, one, you need to be in a cover three or a cover four there with your corner having a deep third or deep fourth, and nobody gets by it. Uh, they had one high safety on that, so I'm guessing it was a cover three, or they were I running guess. some type of man with one deep safety over the top. Which, I haven't. Yeah, I think it's a terrible call. I was going to say, I, uh, haven't, I haven't watched a, a breakdown of that, but there's, I mean, it's one, it's one, it's one safety deep, and he's not yeah, even it's that one safety. You know what? And he's not even that deep. Like, I saw that replay, and I was like, ugh, that dude is not that deep. So I don't know, I don't know if they thought that. They must have really felt like Tampa was just going to run the ball out. Yeah. And they said, oh, screw it, we'll play. Instead of even thinking about it, 
Tomba's going to try to pass it up. They're just going to play the. They're going to keep everybody short. I and, and, don't know. But but I don't even, know why they did that. even if even if they're running some type of like little seven yard hitch or seven yard out, you know, to get the ball deep, to right? the sideline, you you come up and tackle it. I mean, there's a few seconds left in the half. But I don't. I just I, I, for the life of me as a defensive coach, I cannot understand your thought process there of not. And, and maybe maybe it was even a check at the line. Maybe, you know, Tom saw the man coverage and was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take a shot here then if you're I mean, not going to defend it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you, what's your theory on, like, how that even happened? So, I, th- I mean, it's, a, it's like, to put it in perspective, and I'm not disrespecting high school coaches. You're a high school coach. That's an mm-hmm. NFL coach. You knew that. How does how do the NFL coaches not not know to do that? How does that happen? See, and and I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly, I think maybe maybe, and this is just I, I don't know any NFL coaches personally, but there's some ego involved in, in coaching, and maybe he literally just thought like Tom Brady cannot throw the ball that accurate that far, so I'm playing up. And we're going to force him into a mistake. You know what's crazy about that is, too, I saw a stat. I've seen a stat a couple weeks ago about Brady. Uh, so that, you know, we had talked about before, like, deep ball stuff. Where people, There's a misconception that Brady has no deep ball. He does. Really what, it, really what it is is he just – he prefers not to do it, which is – he prefers not to, right? Yeah. He, he ain't Drew Brees, and he ain't Ben Roethlisberger. He's in – he's probably in better shape than both those guys right now. And he mm-hmm. can still throw a pretty deep ball. As far as deep balls go, Brady is the most accurate in the whole league. Like, yeah. you know, he doesn't shoot him as much, but when he does, it's pretty much a sure – the only reason he does it is if he thinks, I got it, yeah. this, is sure, this is a sure thing. It's I not mean, like, what do you give it to him for? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't for, – for the life of me, I don't understand it. Um, but move, moving on, second half – Late in the game, there's about two minutes and three seconds left, two minutes and four seconds, somewhere in there. Maybe 208 at this point. I mean, it's, it's close to the two-minute warning. And Green Bay is inside the 10. They throw it three times with Rodgers, which no problem with that. Rodgers is going to be the MVP. But then on fourth down – they kick a field goal to go right. to make it a four-point game, okay, or five-point game because it was eight. You still need a touchdown. Yeah. To me, you're giving the best quarterback to ever do it the ball back, and all he's got to do at this point is get two first downs and the game's over. He doesn't even have to score. He has to get two first downs. So it's not like he has to drive the length of the field. I mean, yeah, it's now, not like he's got yeah. to milk. He doesn't have to milk seven minutes off the clock. No, you know what I mean, he's got to get yeah. two first downs. Two first downs, and he's good. <laughs> um, the go. and I just I, for the life of me, like w- one of my first years coaching, I remember we were in a, a similar situation. And again, not comparing myself to an NFL coach, but we were in a similar situation. Uh, but I think we were down six with, you know, how much ever time left. And so a touchdown wins it. 
And our coach, I remember, ran a play on fourth down. We didn't get it. They stopped us. And I asked him after the game that night, or maybe it was a couple days later, gave him some time. But our season was on the line. It was a playoff. Uh, you know, to get in the playoffs, we win that game. And if we lose, we're eliminated from, from playoff contention. And he said, anytime the game's on the line, I want my best player to have the ball in their hand. And so if Aaron Rodgers is your best player, why do you take the ball out of his hand at that moment? I just, I don't get it. And from what I hear from Rodgers and some of the, uh, I saw part of his press conference is Rodgers was under the impression that it was four down territory. Yeah. So for the third down, it's a third down play. I think he doesn't have a look that he likes. So he, he, what does he do? He throws it out of the back of the end zone or he throws it away? No, he, he, he tried to squeeze it in a, in a tight window. Um, some people are saying that he could have ran. And if he nah. did run third down, he nah, man, come on. A, You see that? He, you see how far that they were like, he could have just ran right here. I'm like, man, this is Aaron Rodgers. He's like 37. This ain't yeah. Mahomes. This ain't Lamar. It, it was like 12 yards. He was going to get blown up. So I understand Rodgers is like, I'm taking care of my body. I'm good. And he and he thought he had another play, right? Oh, he, so yeah. He, in his press conference, he says, I thought I thought we were going to run something on fourth. So I already had it. The way he ran the third down play was that he had a fourth down. Yeah. And then he comes off on the sideline. And I was like, oh, that's not good. So that's why and, he said, And typically – Again, in, in situations where you're in four-down territory, typically the head coach, offensive coordinator in communication and saying, like, hey, you got four here. Or, yeah, hey, see what we do on second down and third down, and then we'll make a decision. So, obviously, Rodgers was not privy to those conversations if they were right. happening, Perfect. which if, if he said he called the third-down play, so if he's calling the third down play, he needs to know whether he has another play or not. Yeah, that's been a common theme up there with uh, Lafleur and Rodgers. To where, mm-hmm. I mean, people know Lafleur is a, a has a good offensive mind, but like mm-hmm. those two, those two guys don't click. I, I I don't think Rodgers is out at Green Bay. I think somehow they fix this. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if you know, based on what Rodgers said. I mean, the the thing that he would have to do is he would have to basically threaten retirement so they have to trade him. I think that's what's going to – I think that's what's going to happen. Do you? You think he's oh, out? Yeah. I think he's out. And I think Green Bay is at this point like, you know what? I think his cap – I thought I saw his cap numbers. They're high. Like It's like 39, mm-hmm. 38, 39. I'm like, I don't know. If you're Green Bay, you just say, I mean, all right. Uh, I saw a quote from uh, – I'll, I'll paraphrase. Adam Shepard was talking about he's never he's never seen it to where – a situation to where you draft – like you draft the replacement for the current quarterback you have and you go for years. Like, But, but Jordan Love didn't dress last year. He wasn't the number two. They're saying he's the heir apparent. He wasn't yeah. the number two. Who, who, who was his number two? I don't know, but Jordan Love, I, I saw Schefter talking on ESPN yesterday, and, and Jordan Love was not dressing for most games. That's crazy. So, I want to ask Rodgers, like, get, get that guy out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
don't know. know. Uh, but I, you know what? It's either way. I wouldn't be surprised if he stays in Green Bay or if he goes to dude the the team that's popping up is San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, he's from California. He's, he has a home there. I mean, he has a home there. This would be perfect. It'd be perfect for him. I think Me personally, I, come, come on back to Big D, baby, and reunite with Mike McCarthy. I don't think he wants to live in Dallas. That's not his. I don't live think for his, six months, man. <laughs> I don't know if that's his style, and I don't know. Can you guys afford that? Can you guys afford thirty-nine mil on a cap? I mean, we're gonna have to give it to somebody. I don't. Even if you guys sign Dak to the franchise tender, it's, I don't think it's thirty-nine. It's like thirty-five. Yeah. Sign and trade Dak to Green Bay. You guys would be better off. You know what? With Dak, I think a possible situation with that, and we're kind of, you know, going on quarterback carousel is uh, I work with a Bears fan. Bears fans would be very happy to get Dak Prescott. Yeah, they would. Um, so, again, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I think Rodgers and Green Bay will work it out. I don't think it'll end in divorce, but – who knows? Uh, we'll find out. The, the other thing that I wanted to touch on with this game was the penalty late in the game. It was the right call. Yeah. But the problem I have with it is they didn't call any of that all day. I mean, there was tons of pass interference in that game. There were tons of other penalties that did not get called, which I like. I like the refs just letting them play. I love it. Yeah, for the most but part. In, the, in that big moment. You can't throw that flag if you haven't thrown it all day. I mean, essentially, Green Bay fans could say that that robbed them of the game. You know my thought on that. Don't let it come down to one play. Take care of your business. Take care of your business. But that's the only problem I have with the flag is they had not called that all day. And then now you're going to call it essentially with the game on the line. Now, I mean, is it it because – it was so blatant that they threw it. It we could have been. Don't know, we also don't know if if they if guys have been doing it because they always said like, oh, they haven't called it all game. We don't know if the refs all game were like, hey, because they talk all game. Like they talk to the players. It's like, hey, watch that. Hey, watch that. Hey, watch that. Hey, watch that. And yeah. Then, and then maybe finally ref said, I got to throw it, man. I've told you like six times you need to watch those hands. So I'm going to hurt you. So that, yeah. could be it. that could be it, too. Uh, I'm just throwing scenarios out there. But I agree with you. Uh, I'm not a fan of that flag being thrown right there. And I will say that. Also, Packers fans want to cry about that. Don't let, don't let, don't let that play beat you. Yeah. You, got, you mean, you guys talked a lot of shit. And if you, if you think you guys are that much better than Tampa, you should have been winning by 20. You know? Yeah. So, sorry about that. Yeah, and, I mean, also, and also the play calling change. If that doesn't get called, the play calling changes for Tampa. I mean, so it's one of those things where you go, do I think you know if Roger if they end up scoring, does can can Tom, you know, bring him down and maybe do something? I don't know. He's the goat. Maybe so. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I wasn't a fan of that call either. But we also I don't know, behind the scenes stuff, we don't know. Yeah. So, but anyway, I mean that that's the three big things I had from that game. I really think it's a combination of those things that cost Green Bay the game. You know, the, the touchdown before half was, I think, a huge momentum thing. But uh, anything else from that game that, that you took away? Uh, no. 
Okay. I mean, it was as good as I thought. Uh, it was a good football game. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing big. Uh, like I said, surprised uh, about the interceptions and stuff like that. But other than that, not really kind yeah. of what I thought. Yep. So, all right. Well, Chiefs game, just like most Chiefs playoff games, for whatever reason, they started down, uh, gave up nine points early, and then really came back to dominate and win by double digits, won by 14, and really were up 21-22 and kind of gave up a garbage touchdown that didn't really mean anything. And then yep. Buffalo started getting a little chippy there at the end. Yeah. I'm sure Chiefs – the Chiefs players were talking a little shit, too. Uh, it happens. I thought the refs handled that part well to get, you know, get it out get out of there. I agree. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what would you think, man? Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, another one of those things in the, the theme from earlier where it's like I kind of – you know, you feel a little bit – you feel a little bit of butterfly stuff before the game starts and once it gets going. But I'm not really nervous they're going to lose, even when it's 9 – you know, they're losing by nine. I'm like, uh, you know, you got to put this perspective. Perspective is Hardman, crazy fumble, right? He has mm-hmm. it. He has it. It pops out. And so they score a three-yard touchdown on that. So other than that, really, uh, I mean, defense pretty much locked him down. Allen looked really lost all game. And what it's starting to come down to is if you can figure out a way to put a little pressure on him. Now, this is going to sound really cliche, right? I thought the Chiefs did a good job getting pressure on him. But really, if you take away Diggs, that's it. You take away Diggs, Allen's really got nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't have a running game for sure. They haven't had one all year. And then we locked down Diggs. I think Diggs had, I don't know, man, it was like two catches or three, 25 yards, something like that. So I think Chiefs' game plan was like, we'll take away Diggs, and then like you, we'll see if you guys can beat us another way. Uh, pressure was good on Allen. Uh, I thought the offense was, like, just ultra-efficient. Not even, like, anything, nothing fancy, nothing, no super trick plays, anything like that, just really good stuff. Kind of the same stuff we'd see him do all year with speed. Uh, the Hardman 50-yard run is a really nice reverse. That's a nice mm-hmm. – I mean, worked out really good with the speed. And then, of course, they run the, the red zone play with uh, Kelsey with the shuffle pass which is nice. They run that. I think that's the third time they run it this year. It's like, I'm glad they use that sparingly. Um, and one of those deals was actually a solid that the Bills actually were, like the defense they had called for that time was for that play. And they still couldn't stop it. Mm-hmm. Another one is Kelsey gets a, Kelsey gets a wide open touchdown uh, to the, their last touchdown of the game. I couldn't believe he was that wide open. I don't know what happened there. but Yeah, probably busted coverage or something. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know, man, it just felt really, it felt really nice. Just really kind of automatic. Chiefs running on all cylinders. They say like the Chiefs have like a, a lot of times people talk about, they have like a switch. They, mm-hmm. kept, it on, they kept it on pretty much the whole game. Tyreek nasty. 178 yards or whatever it was. Yeah. Nasty. Dude. So, um, and obviously, you know, we'll, we'll get into the breakdown of Super Bowl more on next week's show. Cause we still have, about week and a half out from that, but right. uh, I mean, it's it's the goat versus the kid is kind of the the slogan of this Super Bowl. You know, a kid is the baby goat, so I'm coining it the goat versus the kid. 
because yeah, Patrick like might be the baby goat right now. They got to get a uh, – I know I saw you message uh, old dad bod tease. It looks like he's working on something for that, right? Yeah, working on some kind of shirt. So that would be, would be. Uh, I'm sporting my dad bod tee today, so about which running back. Got, which one do you have on? I got the uh, runner back here. Oh, today. nice. Okay. So, yeah. Um, got that going today. But, you know, uh, real quick, I mean, Tom Brady going to his 10th Super Bowl. That That's just unreal to say out loud that a guy is going to play in his 10th Super Bowl. I mean – I, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. So he's been in the league 19 years, and he's going to play in 10 Super Bowls. So yeah. that means only nine years he has not played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The only... There's guys there, – There's. I mean, the average career of an NFL player is like three, three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this guy has played in 10 Super Bowls now. It's just remarkable. I mean, the, to me, there's no argument that says he's not the greatest to ever do. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, I'll be like with guys, I hate, I hate Tom Brady. And I'm like, why do you hate Tom Brady? You, you don't even have to, you know what, even if you don't think he's the GOAT, you, I don't like Tom Brady, I hate Tom Brady. I'm like, what specifically does Tom Brady do to you to make you hate him? Are you – I mean, the only – what, are you a Colts fan? Because he kept, you know, Peyton Manning out of the Super Bowl a few years. Does that not make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, are you a Steelers fan? You know, I don't know. I mean, but if you're like – you know, I think the guy saying it yesterday was like a Ra- – I heard saying it yesterday was a Ravens fan. I hate Tom Brady, Tom Brady, something like that. What do you got to be mad Tom Brady about? You're you a said he was a Ravens fan? fan? Ravens. Like you guys, suck. you guys, when Brady's win in 07, 08, I mean, you guys get Flacco one year, but like, he, Tom Brady's not your arch enemy. It's just that it's yeah. a hate, it can be a hatred thing for like really good players. So yeah. I don't know, I don't get it. That's why a lot of people hate him because he's just so good. I mean, the same thing, like when people talk shit on like, on like LeBron, it's kind of the same type of deal. LeBron goes to a million championship games, whatever. Same type of deal. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to think LeBron's the GOAT, but people will like, you know, you still think, you still say, man, I think LeBron's really good. I have LeBron, yeah. top, I have LeBron top five. I have LeBron top 10, whatever. With Tom Brady, you could say, yeah, I, I like Montana better. Uh, never lost a Super Bowl. Maybe that's why I go with Montana or whatever. But like, the hate is so weird. I, I really, I enjoy watching him play. Yeah. You know who else never lost in the Super Bowl? Oh, Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. Yeah, baby. That's who you think the GOAT is, right? Uh, no, nah, he, ain't, he ain't the GOAT, but, you know, he was, he was <laughs> oh, pretty good. Um, but, yeah, top, no. Is he top ten? Yeah, he's in my top ten. I got Aikman not, in my top not top. Not top five. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten? Yeah, top ten. Um, All right, okay. But, yeah, uh, so – Moving on, NFL, like I said, we'll preview the Super Bowl more next week uh, on the yeah. show. Excuse me, talk about some of the matchups, but I just wanted to take a second. And, I mean, it's crazy, too. Like, Patrick Mahomes, 
has been a starter for two years, right? Three years? Three years. Three. And he's going to go to – he's been to three AFC championships. Home. And a Super Bowl. Or two Super Bowls now. So – Two Super Bowls, three home AFC championships. Yeah. That's insane. No. Since we started Midwest Mike's, the Chiefs have been in the AFC championship or the Super Bowl every year. You're you're welcome, everybody. Everybody, yeah. you're welcome. We we turn well. Yes, Midwest Mike's has willed has willed the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you you just kept saying it every week, and finally, that one Arrowhead drive, they're like, "Man, let's make this guy happy." They and did. And let's let's go to the Super Bowl. So Clark, there you go. I'm really yeah. I'm really grateful to Clark Hunt for that. Yeah, personally grateful. <laughs> but, great, he's uh, a great man. Yeah. So, a couple college basketball games tonight to talk about real quick, um, just to get some bets in for this week. Yeah. Because we are degenerates. Um, also, real quick, I retweeted it yesterday, but uh, Fake Ned is doing a fundraiser for uh, North Kansas City baseball team that he's affiliated with. I think his son plays on there. It's like Super Bowl squares, you can buy one for twenty five bucks. Okay. And possibly win some money. So if anybody – I mean, I know we got some gamblers listening to the show. We talk a lot of sports gambling. So, uh, you know, yeah. go check that out. And if it's something, you know, you're, you're willing to, to spend 25 bucks, you could possibly make some money. Or uh, if not, it goes to a good cause. They keep a certain percentage of, of every uh, person that buys a square. So I, I, okay. I went and purchased a couple yesterday, so – but oh, uh, just real quick, fake net. He's on. He's on the net, Kansas City Podcast Network too. So shout out to him and just go check him out. Just look through our retweets from yesterday. It'll be there. All right. Cool. Uh, so you're an MU fan. Yes. They're ranked 12th. They are yeah. actually ranked higher than the University of Kansas. Yeah, Kansas has a rough, rough year. You know what's funny about the uh, Jayhawks? I don't feel. I don't feel that. I used to be like, ah, oh, Kansas, uh, different conference. I don't feel yeah. that robbery no more, which is fine. I actually am glad we're not in a robbery with them anymore because they used to just beat our ass like every year. So, yeah. thank God we don't have to play Kansas. I wish we played them this year. <clears throat> but yeah. usually every, every other year I'm like, no thanks. I, I don't want to play you guys. and I don't want to hear that shit talking all year. Yeah. We'll say um, this. Kansas fans this year, they're very quiet. They are pretty quiet. Uh, they're not even. They I mean, they're not. They're not saying anything. Yeah, um, that that <laughs> team is not very good. But no. uh, MU, they're on a three-game win streak, uh, ranked number twelve in the country. The three-game win streak. We're all. They were uh, against Tennessee, South Carolina, and Texas A&M. So again, three conference wins. Also, so Mizzou climbing the ranks in yeah. the SEC. They play – they are at Auburn. Um, Auburn uh, won their last game against South Carolina. Right before that, they had lost a, a very close game to, uh, I want to say Arkansas, who is one of Missouri's wins um, a few weeks ago. So, Gary, Auburn is the hey, favorite. Hold on real quick. I'm starting to get a little impressed. Looks like you're getting into college basketball mode. I am getting into college basketball. I started hearing you talking because, la- like, last week we bet on it, and we're both like, well, I don't know. Fuck it. 
that yeah. uh, <laughs> you just kind of picked. But I'm hearing some so this, stats right now. Yeah, so this week I, I did do a little research at least to find out who they played and and all that. So nice. Okay. Um, and the reason we're doing one reason we're doing this game is you know we're close to the University of Missouri. You're a University of Missouri fan, but we are yep. recording on Tuesday morning. Yeah. And lines for college basketball come out the day of the game. I have learned. Yeah. So we can't pick any games later in the week because there's no lines. So I'm not an odds maker. So, and we've talked about, you know, hey, maybe doing a little 15-minute show daily to throw out some picks once we get into the, the heat of college basketball. But um, we'll, we'll see how that works out. But anyway, so MU and Auburn, Auburn's a three-point favorite. Who you got? Well, Missouri fan, uh, number 12. They're hot right now. I'll take – I'm getting Missouri plus three. Plus three, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking Missouri plus three. I'm not going to bet against Missouri, but I feel really good about getting points. So, it's basketball. So, honestly, you know, the the lesser talented team can win, you know. But, I don't know. I'm a Missouri guy, so I'll take Missouri. I feel good about plus three. I feel like Missouri is a more talented team, hottest, hotter team. Give me Missouri plus three. All right. I am going the opposite. Um, I'm going with Auburn to cover. I actually bet on Auburn one night last week. Uh, they were, like, at Georgia. They were one-and-a-half-point favorites. And so I watched them a little bit. I watched a little bit of MU on Saturday. And from my expert analysis, Auburn will win and cover this game. Hey, real quick, I was thinking about last week. So I won last week, right? Yes. So do I owe you no shots now, or is, or is that one shot? Just, just one, yeah. Because it, was, it was two after darts, and then okay, that's what I thought. Two after darts, one this week. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, oh. man. Sometimes I'm like, I gotta keep track in my. I gotta. I need to keep track on my phone or something. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> just, it's down to one, which we can probably take care of this weekend. Yeah, I got you. Well, uh, after I beat you tonight, we'll see. True. True. Oh. Um, our other game that we're picking is. Uh, a little Red River, Red River rivalry action, OU and Texas. OU is the away team. Texas uh, is four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Yep. Oklahoma, again, on a three-game win streak, just like Mizzou. Uh-huh. They, beat, they beat KU, Kansas State, and TCU. And they had lost the KU right before that. So after they lost the KU in Lawrence, they went on, they've been on a three-game win streak, streaking up. Texas, they just beat Kansas State. Texas is number five. OU is number 24. This is one you can kind of throw the records out the window. It's a rivalry game. But uh, Shaka Smart uh, got the COVID yesterday, so he will not be at this game. Right. Coach for Texas. But I'm going that they're going to play inspired for their head guy. I'm going Texas to cover at home, four and a half. You know what's funny? I'm going Oklahoma uh, plus four and a half. And it's funny, the reason I'm going Oklahoma plus four and a half is the reason is the same reason you're going minus four and a half. I'm going plus four and a half on Oklahoma because Shaka won't be there. Okay. Uh, you know what's cool about that? It took him a little bit of time, but he's got Texas playing high-level ball. He does. You know, he's doing with the basketball team what I thought Herman eventually would get done with the football team, or what you really thought. Well, you yeah, know, football team a lot faster than I did, but I remember watching Smart at a uh, VCU, 
Mm-hmm. And like deep tournament runs, and they play really well all year, super competitive. And I'm like, dang, if this guy can get higher level athletes around him and he can keep that same fire, he's going to be really good. And he's shown it this year, number five in the country. You know, I'm kind of gassing up Texas right now, but really what I'm talking about is smart. I think his presence on the sideline is so big that it's going to impact this game a little bit. And so I'm going to take Oklahoma plus four and a half. I'm not saying Oklahoma's going to win outright. So I'm not taking money line, but I'll bet the plus four and a half tonight. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's understandable. Um, you know, and a rivalry game, I think Oklahoma, keep it close. I, I just, another thing that re- reason why I'm picking this is even though Kansas is down this year, they're still the, the, the team of the Big 12, right? So Oklahoma yeah. beats beats them. I think it's it's kind of a letdown. I mean, maybe not in a rivalry game, but I'm thinking like, ah, we slayed the Giant. We beat Kansas. You know, we, we got a chance here. Like, maybe a little bit of a letdown against the Texas. But who knows? Texas is number five. Uh, so maybe there there is no letdown. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it because I want my bet to win. But no, no, no. Anyway. I think you're, no, no. You're on to something there. Um, I always kind of wonder with with the way Kansas is playing this year. I'm like, is is this is this the changing of the guard? Like, is it time? Like, is mm-hmm. this run kind of done? Because we're we're seeing it with like a like, or is it just COVID? Because traditionally, a lot of the really really good teams are not good this year, right? Yeah, I mean Duke, Duke is down. Kentucky and North Carolina, none of them are ranked. They're all down. Yeah. I wish I could tell you who's number one. I don't know. Is it Gonzaga? Gonzaga still, I think. Okay, so they're still going. Yeah, it it it's definitely going to be a weird year for college basketball, and when we get to the tournament, you know who a lot knows. Of fun. Hey, it's going to be a lot of fun though. Yes. It's the time for South Dakota State. Tech, yeah, to win at all because yeah, maybe be you, you and KC, you and KC Roos. Wow! All right, let's go. All right, you and KC national champ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, I'd like him just to get there, man. It's, it's usually the uh, in that conference. It's usually Oral Roberts, uh, or uh, IUPIU or whatever that one is. That's usually, yeah, UKC traditionally is like third to fifth, but I don't know. Big shout out to the uh, to coach who was on. Yeah, the Coach Donlin, man, he's doing a good job over there. He'll get it going. That's a guy yeah. that's going to be there just for a little bit and move on to something bigger and better. Yeah, he he was he was another guy that just exuded energy when we interviewed him. Like you could tell. I mean, you could tell why kids want to play hard for him. Yeah, I agree. Because he's in best. Yeah, I think he'll. What's he going to do? Get the program on the right track, get a bigger job, probably. Yeah, probably. But, okay. uh, all right, man, you got anything else? No, I don't think so. I think that's it. We got our bets in tonight. Talked about Chiefs' bills. We'll talk about the Super Bowl next week. That's it. Uh, you know, shout out to KCPNN. Big things going on. Yep. And uh, we'll kind of keep everybody updated on that. And, uh, no, that's it, man. Yep, and uh, check out all the great, all the great stuff on KCPN. And I'm Gary. This is Austin. We're Midwest Mikes, and we will see you guys next week.
also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 911, what's your emergency? Señora, ¿me está diciendo que un tren le pegó a una camioneta? Sí, yo pensé que alcanzaría a cruzar, el hijo iba rápido, creo, y después... ¡Ay, Dios mío, qué horror! No puedes saber a qué velocidad viene un tren. Por eso están los señalamientos de advertencia. Obedécelos. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Nitzah.